Thanks for your custom once again, ladies and gentlemen, Chats with Cats podcast, Rick, Dan, Mark, the boys, the men, can't good forget. to be back. Very good. Really wholesome stuff. Just, you know, it's like we're a little family. Yeah. yeah. My, f- my favourite night of the week. Mm. Mondays. Yeah. yeah. What's happened on this week? Um, well, I had a week off, which is really good. Just cleansing, nice to take a break. Um, got heaps of stuff done around the house and then went down to see my family in the southeast. Really, really good. Dad's birthday yesterday. Obviously, we shouted him out on the previous podcast. Ran four Ks in under 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. Pretty That's good. pretty good. That's yeah. Pretty, it's, that is pretty quick. Mm. No, I was pretty happy with that. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what, though. Being back at home is really good, but it also... Like, it's fucking eye-opening. What do you mean? I don't know if you guys have got memories of when, like, your parents were together, because I know both of your parents are separated now. Mm-hmm. My parents are still together, right? Yeah. I know what my marriage is like. You know what your relationship is like. Fairly even contribution, I'm assuming. Yeah. You do a fair bit. Alison does a fair bit. Rachel does stuff. I do a lot of stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of stuff. As well. No, no. It, it's all fairly even these days, right? Yeah. Here's what I've experienced of six, five or six days back at home, right? My dad gets weighted on hand and fucking foot. Really? Comes out in the morning. I knew you were going to say that. It's incredible. Comes out in the morning and it's like he's staying at a five-star resort. He walks up and goes, <laughs> hey, go, I'll have... It's like, good morning. Yep, thank you. I will have two poached eggs on toast this morning, please. Not please, sorry. Thanks. Not even a... There's no gratuity here. <laughs> Sits down at the fucking table. No worries, John. Mum goes, poaches him two eggs on toast, takes it to the table. Thank you very much. He finishes eating it, pushes it towards like, I'm done now. The middle of the table. Sits back. Rings a bell. Waits for mum to come and collect the plate. Doesn't take it to the sink himself. Doesn't rinse it. Doesn't put it in the dishwasher. Nothing. Wow, is right? she angry at him now? Like, I mean, after many uh, years? This is 40 plus years of marriage, and it's, to my best of my 40 knowledge... 40 plus? How old were they when they got married? Oh, in their 20s? 21 wow. or something? Wow. Yeah. They're going to hit the 70 barrier. Oh, if they're lucky. Yeah, that's good. Jeez. Fingers crossed. Mm. Wow. But it just blew me away. It just blew me away. Any other examples, or is that just oh, one that you witnessed? Just lots. So there's the food. So he does that, and then um, he, Dad's, like, got reflux and stuff, so he doesn't eat all the same foods that we eat. So we'll, we'll have pasta. No, Dad will have a steak. So Mum has to cook separate meals. Oh, how annoying. Um, the nights that Mum went to work, she's a cook as a profession, I took her place. So I cooked. Well, on this recent Dad's, trip? Yeah, all Dad's meals. Complaints? No, no, he never complained. Yeah. But there was one night I was putting Ren to bed. So I've cooked all the meals, served... Everyone's had a nice dinner and then we'd already put Ren down and he starts screaming. So I'm thinking to myself, shit, I'll go and resettle him. And I'm just thinking, actually, I think at the same time something happened with Moss. So both Rachel and I were out and dad has moved from the kitchen to the lounge room. And I'm just thinking, so 
when you do that at our house in Millicent, you go from the dinner table, you walk through the kitchen past the sink, out the doors, and you go and sit on the couch. But I'm just thinking to myself, the least he could have done now is taken the plates and put them in the sink. Or Did on he the leave sink, them there? Left them on the table. Oh, my God, Johnsy. It's crazy. And look, this is the way that he's been conditioned over a long period of time. So it's understandable that he's not brain, changing. Brain training. It's like... You just do things as you, you know, have always done them. It's just like illuminating. Wow. He's did you, he's did either, you he's say something he's, to him? He's potentially the smartest man on, on earth. He's got it so good. So he's conditioned So her. good. Like 40 years he's gone now. Is this something, like why wouldn't you want that? If I could wake up every morning and have my breakfast on the table for me he must be and making walk it away up from in, the fucking dishes. He must be making it up in other areas. Such as? I don't know. No, but like it's about generations as well. Like obviously it's a bit different these days. Yeah. Like back in the day, you know, things were a little bit different. The wife could, stayed I at just, home cooked. Clean. I just couldn't believe yeah. it. And it's not like I've not seen it before. But maybe it's getting worse like with leaving your dishes there and, you know, all that sort of so thing. So the more you've been out of home, the more you're realising it. Crazy. Yeah. Very crazy. So moral of the story is all the women these days need to pick up their fucking act. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'll go down well. Um, hey, Halloween's coming up. Oh, and yeah. Just, when's, is that 31st? 31st of yeah. October. It just makes me think, why? Why do we care about it? I don't know. Do you get into it? No. Mark, no, never. do you get into uh, it? 2014, I was in um, America when they had Halloween, and they absolutely fucking love it. Yeah, they go fucking They went psycho. nuts for it. it. It was bigger than, like, Christmas. Everyone was dressed up. Everyone was drinking. There was like a lead up to drinking for Halloween the day before they were drinking. It was <laughs> wow. not, I was in Santa Barbara filming some collab video with some guy that lived there and we were there and we couldn't drive down the street without having people run onto the road from like house parties blocking our path and like everyone's in costumes. Every girl's in some slutty outfit. Like it's the, the best you see here is like a mum walking three kids, like and that's yeah. sparsely like oh yeah, and spread out. The, like you see one every mom, fifteen the, suburbs. The mum on the road that's just like looking at you, like as their kids walk up, like just <laughs> don't do anything weird to my kids. Yeah, <laughs> like, they like can I have some candy? Like oh. come on, we're in Australia. Go home. It's strange, but it, there's more and more stuff happening. It's getting bigger here. Yeah, I think so in 10 back, years' time it's going to be huge. Go back three or four years and you'd see, I don't know, I reckon maybe in that time frame, Rachel, I remember one year, she was like, yeah, I want to do something for it. So she bought all these lollies and stuff and we sat out when we were in the Happy Valley house, Yeah, sat out on that balcony waiting for people to come and no one came. They just kept walking past. So I ended up like throwing Mars bars at kids because <laughs> oh, well, so, we had to do so something. So there were the kids fucking, but they just didn't come to your yeah. house. Yeah, yeah but right. then as I was driving here, your area's got shit everywhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird. It's fucking throwing me off. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Are you guys happy to participate in Halloween? No, like, I turn the someone... lights off and ignore all the so knocks. So if someone comes to your door, you... Nah, can't, like, I get it. It's a nice thing, but I'm not gonna, I don't want to give them anything. Like, uh... I remember when I went when I was 12, and this would have been like, what, 18 years ago, I, all, I ended up with like $45 in gold coins because no one had... Money. Uh, no one had chocolates and stuff like that to give. They were like, oh, you put me on the spot. And they'd go into their purse and there's $2. <laughs> my mate made heaps of money. It was good. Yeah, because people feel guilty if they're not participating. Yeah, and that's they're not what, ready. So they're like, oh, just have some money. 
And then, like, oh, take my credit I'm not card. experienced at it either. How much do you buy if I was to do it? What if you run out? Like, you know, you give one kid yeah. something and that's the last one. Then you see the kids down the road, they've just seen you do that and you're like, oh, I'm out now. Like, that's bad. What would you give them now in your current state? So you've just advised us that you've started this carnivore diet. You know those like what have you got yeah, in the house? Carn- You're a vegan's worst nightmare right now. Yeah, I've You've got a couple of steaks, tin, I- tins of tuna. Yeah, a couple of so no, actually just, no tuna you're just either. Eating meat. Yeah, just meat for a week and just, a half. You're just eating animals for. A few That's weeks. it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Are you it, killing the animals yourself? Or? Nah, nah. But I tell you what, making dinner is simple as fuck. It's literally just frying everything or putting it in the oven and nothing else with it. So, no vegetables. No, no just vegetables. No, nah. I can have eggs. I can have feta. I can have sour cream. Oh my god! What what do you achieve out of this diet? What's the well? Because I suck at running and I always get injured. I'm starting to run, but in case I get injured, this is my backup plan for just being fit for a month. And I'm not drinking, so it's a triple whammy. So, what does eating meat make you fit? Um, well, you this if, is your if you cut out sugar, carbs, fit. and uh, veggies and fruit, your body basically will just consume the fat that's on your body. So, if you've got like a Beer, beer belly, you've got big thighs, you might have massive tits as a woman or whatever. It's really good diet to get rid of all that stuff. But Why, why not, do you want to get rid of massive tits, sorry? Well, my tits are massive. No, I, I don't know. I, I just, what Is I Alison doing the diet? No. Nah, nah, she you. can't do diets like that. She's, she loves her food too much. No. Nah. Eating, so for breakfast you just you could have like bacon and... Bacon and eggs. Bacon and steak. <laughs> no, nah, bacon and eggs. Then for lunch you might have a couple of chicken wings and then for dinner you have a steak. But the thing is, I couldn't eat that much in a day. Like, eating that much protein, I'm full off like a meal. Sometimes I might have two, but I'm like, on one meal a day and then fasting the rest of the day because I just I've, can't have it. I've never ever done a diet that's just based on, you know, carbohydrates only or protein and fat. Well, I'll it's tell, always just been like, I'll tell you another I'll try thing. and eat healthy and if I'm not eating healthy, I'll eat like shit. They're, they're the two. I've had so much energy because I've had no carbs giving me the spike of insulin and all that crap i've literally all day every day just felt like ready to go when i was eating carbs if i'd have like a subway for lunch straight after you'd have those big heavy sleep feels for like two hours before you like half digested it it's bad so yeah i'm finding that it actually makes me feel really good do you know this whole dieting situation though right Mm -hmm. it's not this and you might come back at me now and say yes it is but it's not sustainable no no i said it's only a two-week thing and then what, you go back? Then I just go back to eating less because my stomach's shrunk. I won't have the sugar cravings and all that. So I won't be eating as much bad shit. I can wean, wean good stuff in, like maybe veggies, fruit. So here's a problem. You're drinking a sweet drink. Now, no, that's got no sugar in it. Mm-hmm. But when something sweet crosses your palate, it yep. still triggers the response. It's a yep. chemical response. So but so is you're my actually bait. just tricking so, yourself. So even if I didn't have that, I'm still using my it's bait. Not su- no, it's not sweet. Definitely is sweet. Mm-hmm. It is. Have you tasted the liquid? Very sweet. <laughs> yeah, just drinking it heaps. Um, <laughs> all right, so it's not sustainable when we agree on that. Yeah. Do you know what else I was thinking about on the way down here? What? I heard some people discussing The Biggest Loser. Do you remember The Biggest Loser? Yeah. 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 Is that – it's sort of like SAS meets um, something else. Bit well, of an offensive show, isn't it? Like, Oh, come off it. Why? I don't know. I remember watching it and just being like, I, f- I really feel sorry for that that whale. Why? No. That huge whale that's having to run up those stairs that's crying. It was actually entertaining like, as fuck though. You're on this show because you're, you're a mammoth and 
I don't know. Wait, but did you hear about all of the cheating they used to do in that? Yeah. So in the early rounds. You mean they, cheating is in like cutting corners? No. Or like cheating. No, nah, drinking but, like a litre of water before they went on to do the scales. So one week when they knew they weren't in trouble, they might have like plateaued and not lost any weight because they drank a litre of water or maybe yeah. a bit more than the last week. Mm. But then the week after, they'd piss and shit before the weigh-in and then all of a sudden they've just lost like all the weight that they actually lost and the water weight. Yeah, not smart. only that, they were, they were feeding them like weight loss drugs and stuff. Were yeah. they? I didn't hear yeah. that. So like, um, <laughs> oh, what's the name of it? It's like clenbuterol or something like that. It's like a... The horse thing, yeah. Oh, diazepam and all this sort of stuff. Really? Yeah. I yeah. think I've got the names wrong. but Me- Methamphetamine, just to make <laughs> yeah, sure probably, they're not hungry probably. at all. Oh, imagine that. But, but your point, I don't know if you're taking the piss about it's a bit cruel. Because it's not. Oh. These people, okay, let's say I, I just lost the plot in life and couldn't stop eating and I got to call it 150 kilos, double, more than double what I weigh now. What do you weigh? Uh, well, I've just had a week off. So I don't know, but we're on Saturday, you, Saturday like, last are week. Are you like mid seventies? Saturday last week, I weighed at seventy three point three. That's light. It's pretty light. Oh. So imagine I got big, right? Yeah. Big my boy. hand raises and says, "I need help here. Somebody yeah. help me to change my life." Yeah, we're going to put you on a show and make fun of you. Yeah. No, they don't make fun of them, though. It's all about, you know, lifting them up and teaching them new ways to exercise. You're telling me that, that they, stuff. they don't poke them with sticks? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I reckon the funniest part, so you've got these, you know, they've got these fucking fatties that are completely out of control and then, they, you know, the temptation rounds mm. and they're like, hey, you could uh, stay for another week or you could eat this Mars bar and you can always see the big fat one just start sweating and like... <laughs> Just go with the Mars bar. Oh. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a bit cruel. But, you know, they have to learn to deal with these temptations in their life. Yeah. Because as soon as they get off the show. I say bring the show back. I'd, I'd watch <laughs> it. I reckon bring it back. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. Actually, hang on. Here's, I saw on TikTok. I know this guy actually stole the idea off someone on Reddit, so I can't give the credit to the right people. Someone's come up with an idea for a show and everyone was tagging Netflix in it to take it up. So here's the show idea. You get... Uh, 11 gay men to go into a house like The Bachelor and then one straight man. But the straight man has to try and um, fool all the gay people that he's gay for a certain amount of time. Maybe it'd be 30 days. And if the 11 gay men figure out who the gay man is, they win a million dollars or with shared between them. No, the the 11 gay men figure out who the straight person is. Correct, yes. All right, so the moral dilemma here is would you suck dick for a million dollars? I don't think you'd go that because, far in a reality TV show. Okay, so obviously if you put a lot of gay men together, they're going to fuck, right? That's just natural. That's just what's going to happen. Not the on stri- TV, I the don't straight, think. No, but they're in a show. Where are, they, where are they sleeping, right? 100%. So the straight, guy, 100%. the straight guy who is like, holy shit, this is so bad, would normally, if he was gay, he'd be like, all right, he would be shagging like the, the first minute he okay. walked in. What would you do if you're the straight guy? How would you play it to win a million dollars and hide it from 11 other men? Uh, okay, I've, I've, I've got a good one. Um, yeah, so you're actually gay, right? And <laughs> Sorry, that was not good, but I could probably practice. You, 
Maybe say that you're seeing someone on the outside so you can't bang anyone. That's good. That's good. Would you cuddle you and, and possibly Oh, I'd cuddle, kiss. yeah. yeah. Uh, kiss on the cheek and like act real flirtatious. Okay, you know when those medium. people go to you? I'm not hey, going any further. <laughs> Oi, would you, would you, you know, make out with that dude for $50,000? Most people go, yeah, fucking 50 grand. That gets me like a house deposit. Of course I would. For a million dollars, imagine what you'd do. No, but you're talking, you're not talking kissy-wissy. You're talking the old uh, Humpty Dumpty, aren't you? Oh, like, I don't know. Humpty Dumpty. Okay, and here was the other thing. There was a twist to the idea. He said, or you just put in a, um, 12 straight men and watch them all act gay for three months, trying to figure <laughs> out who's actually straight and who's not. I like the first one better. <laughs> yeah. That straight guy would be sweating bullets. <laughs> 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 he, he, he wouldn't sleep well. No. Nah. He'd be waking up, looking over his shoulder, like, is there a dick in me old nut? Like in the good. shower, just <laughs> always like, dick in me. <laughs> Don't drop the soap, whatever I do. Oh, that's a great idea. That's very funny. Um, well done. Something else... Did you guys watch any of the, or do you even know what's happening? The T20 World Cup is on? Yeah, yeah I've yeah. been watching. Yeah. We, we won 200 bucks yeah. the other night. We did $10 uh, yeah. each. Oh, yeah, um, points bet. I've joined points bet, right? Bloody points bet. Suck in with all these promotions. They are taking it way too far, like with the horse racing stuff. Mm. They had, instead of $1.50 odds for India to beat Pakistan, you could get three to one odds, right? $20 max bet. So what they're doing is they're going, okay, this person may have stopped betting. But we're going to get him betting again by enticing him with this one bet. Yeah, he's a carrot. He's going to win, right? Twenty bucks. He'll win forty bucks. Mm-hmm. We're we're prepared to lose that, but we what we're doing is we're getting him back in the the winning feeling. It's like right? giving a fatty a Mars bar again. It's like basically, <laughs> it's basically them saying, "All right, we're going to lose like a, a couple of million bucks. I don't know how much, mm-hmm. and we're going to get all these people that might not be betting betting again." They had a double win. Pakistan upset India last night. Oh, I was pissed off. And the day before, Chelsea, $1.15 odds, 3 to 1 odds to beat uh, the Wolves or some. Wolverhampton. Yeah, Wolverhampton Wanderers in the Premier League. No, Chelsea won like 5 0. Actually, I think it was like 6 0, 7 0. Yeah, it must have been. Anyway, so I won that one, but. Tactics are being used with betting agencies and they're getting real full-on points better right up there now. They're overtaking sports bet. Wow. Do you know that's funny though as well, right? Because when a pokey room opens up, I don't have it I don't have a direct line to know this is a hundred percent true, but I believe it to be true. When a new pokey room opens up, they dial up the winning ratio to like eighty five percent. And then after a few months, they wind it back down to like 60. Okay, I've so, got correct numbers for you here. Okay. Cause well, it the has guy, to be below 60, otherwise nah, they're not. The nah, guy, nah. guy at my work used to run the pub down here, um, didn't own it, just ran it, and he said it's a return rate of, I think it's 82 to 87. So, yeah, he's right. You can, you can choose as a pub owner how often you want your machines paying out, but a payout could, like a, a win uh, percentage, could be like 10 cents. Doesn't have to be like twenty dollars or thirty dollars. So every time you're spinning, you're betting a dollar, right? But you might only be winning ten cents off that spin, and that's what the ratio is. So it's it's a bit fucked up, but he's right. Yeah, but all all they're calculating is over the course of the lifetime, which yep. is a cycle period. So if you have a machine in there, and over a month it takes in, I don't know, hundred grand. Yep. Your revenue off of that hundred grand is fifteen grand because it's paying eighty five grand back out. Correct. Right, so you're still making fifteen grand off mm-hmm. of that machine. Yep. Then once people are 
you know, they tell their friends, oh, yeah, I went to this place and, oh, fuck, oh, I, got the, I got the spins and I got the money and I got the jackpot and I got this. And their friends go, fuck, I've got to go there. All these losers. Oh, my God. And then they go in there and they start feeding these things biscuits. Yeah. And they just, oh, oh yeah, hang I on a sec. Now, $2 coins. Now our beautiful. revenue out of that machine's gone to forty grand. Yeah, because we've doled it back. And Get I think that's what all guys. pubs should do. Because for me, if I go to a pokey machine and I put $20 in and I lose it straight away, I don't put money back in ever. I'll, I'll go... I would rather be there for a little bit longer and get some fun out of it, and then next time I go there, I'll be more, I'd be more enticed to put another twenty in. But if I go to a place and let's say over three or four months I've been there twice, and every time I go there I lose my money straight away, it puts me off. Pokies have always blown my mind to smithereens. Like it's a machine that you know is designed to make money. Like, it has to make money. It's, it's a yeah. terrible thing to if play. If you walk into a pub and you win, I get it. It's a once-off thing. If you're consistently playing, do these people know that they they have to lose? There's yeah, no way yeah. they can win. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you rather, like, have some control over a, a sports game? I mean, I know I love my sports, so I'm a bit biased, but, like... Geez. Just have a little bit more of an idea of you what favour you've control. got. control. Mm. Even horses. Yeah. Some, greyhounds. We, Fuck it. I'm sure we've all got mates, and I've seen some bad examples of this. Where people just feed the fucking things. Fifties, fifties, fifties. I'll get it back. Fifties, fifties. The spins are coming. It's like no. The, prob- don't. the problem is the people that boast about the big wins. They take the videos. Oh, I just won five grand. Yeah, but how much it's you like, put in? You're not going to post a video of when you lost ten grand the other day. That's not very exciting for like the viewer. You don't no. walk past the pokies and go, "Whoops, there's a dollar in the yeah. machine." Oh, I just won everything. Like, no, boys, you're not gonna leave it. I lost fifteen grand the other day. Yeah. Like, bags are on me. No, they're not. Wild. Anyway, yeah. the thing about the World Cup that I wanted to bring up. Don't want to take this in a political spin here, but yeah. I was watching it with, um, I'll say, an acquaintance, and it was at the start of the South Africa Australia game. So South South Africans have gone out to bat and then they get down on the knee and put the fist up, right, before the game starts. Yeah. Which is the, you know, Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah. So take a knee at the start. Yeah. Right? Say no to racism. Yes. The person that I was watching it with goes, What what's the fuck what the fuck's this shit? And I said, Oh, it's the Black Lives Matter, you know, racism thing. Oh, this is fucking bullshit. That's, you know, politics and sports shouldn't be mixed, and this and that and the other. I'm like, what was this you, your dad? What are you talking about? No, it wasn't my dad. And it just made me realise how far it feels like we've come as a society, but we've still got so fucking far to go. Like, well, there's, I've seen a couple of um, black athletes that will stand and not kneel because they feel like kneeling is like submission to the whole black thing. I've seen uh, this a couple of yeah. times. So it's, it's all hard, over the place. It's hard to get it right. Mm. You're, you're always going to upset someone. I don't know. But to criticise that, like, like it, it's good to use, you know, that platform as an opportunity to, like, give your opinion. Yeah. And or, it, like, just make a statement. And everyone loves sports stars and look up to them. So especially if your favourite sports star is giving you a message and it's a positive one, you can't argue with that, really, can you? No. All right, moving on. You want to tell us about... Fines. We were talking oh, about it last week. Yeah, yeah. So we got cut off and we both sort of sounded a bit dumb here. But what not, I was not saying... the first time. Oh, <laughs> is I was saying that. country fines are a little bit more lenient. And what I meant by that was instead of getting done at like 54 in a 50 zone, you can get that 10% rule. You've heard of this where if you're going 100, you can usually get to about 108, 109 before a speed camera will get you. 
or a cop will pull you over. There's a bit more leniency in how many k's over you are, the faster you're going. But then I had a look online. Apparently, Victoria is the the stingiest state with um, excess k's. So if you're going like two or three, the cops will pull you over and ping you. Apparently, New South Wales is the closest to 10%. So if you're going 110, yes. they'll let you go to about 120. And South Australia is around about 7Ks. So we're right in the middle. But living So you're telling me if it's a 60 zone, I can comfortably sit on, say, 65 and not have any issues? Well, if yeah, a speed camera would probably get you at 66 for sure. Um, but our, but the, our odometers, and probably my car especially, is always going to be a bit inaccurate and a bit... Do you like remember just going slow, slightly slower? Actually, one I didn't remember when you and I drove to Geelong, and I was like, "Hang on, did I go past a speed oh, camera?" That was a fucking bad. I day. was going seventy-one in a sixty zone, right? Uh, I thinking it was an eighty zone. That ruined your day. Hey? Did really ruin yeah. my day. But I got a letter, and this is, and this blows my mind because the stats that I read before make this sort of inaccurate. Is they said because of um, equipment malfunction, they had to take three k's off whatever they'd got me at, just in case the equipment was faulty. Oh. Yeah. All right. So my 71 turned into 68, which brought me into a lower fine bracket and lower demerit point. So I don't know. I think it's just up to the cops, but I know the fixed cameras are definitely 6 to 8Ks in lenience. So One day after work, <clears throat> when we're living at the Happy Valley House, yeah, you might remember this. I would have told you. I was driving a Jeep Wrangler. And I was absolutely fucking hooting up the hill, right? I'd gone on the inside lane where it goes to, out to like two lanes turn onto Seacombe Road or whatever it is and there's three and whatever. No one was on the inside lane, so I up the inside. You are a madman. And I've just gone bang. And before it even would have gone to 80Ks to go up the hill, I was already going like 110. Oh, Whoa. What? And I was like, whoop, whoop, and I was just fanging it, like burning home. And then all of a sudden, poof, lights in the background. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, Your heart sinks. I was like, this is loss of license here. Like, this, is a, this is a six-month job. I'm gone. Anyway, I, get, I drove up a little bit, pulled over where it was safe. Guy comes out. He's like, mate, I followed you for X amount of 100 metres back there before I put my lights on. He's like, you didn't slow down. You actually sped up. And I got you doing this speed. And I was like, uh, yep. And then he asked if there's an excuse. Oh, you know, why? And I said, oh, look, I understand it's not an excuse. But, um, you know, we've just moved into this house and my partner's told me that they've left the – actually, it might have been when Tom was living with me. You might not have heard it. He said the roller door was left open and I've got all the valuables in the house. Have you and made I was really this worried. Yeah, yeah, completely fabricated. Brilliant. <clears throat> anyway, he goes to his car. Sat there for ages. Like I was just sitting there for maybe 10 minutes and I was shitting myself the whole time. He comes back and he goes, now what I need to tell you is that our um, speed camera equipment on this vehicle is actually past the date of its next required service, so I can't actually fine you if I wanted to. But what I'm going to do is give you a warning because if you do that and you get caught, he's like, you will lose your license. It was just pure dumb luck that I actually got off. So wow. how many over would have you been? Thirty. Yeah. Okay. Let me have That's a look. That's a nasty one. I have here the SA up to date speeding fines. Yep. Tell him how much you would have got fined. Okay. So what, what year was it? Um, when I first bought five my years house. ago, six years ago. Nah, seven years ago. Okay. All right. So it's like a twenty fourteen job. These would have gone up by about 13, 14 percent by then, I reckon. Yeah. All right. So if you get done. 
by less than 10Ks over the limit, it's $183 fine and two demerit points. If you're going over 10Ks but less than 20Ks over, it's $414. Makes sense. I got done 407. Uh, And three demerit points. Here's where it starts to ouchie Charlie. Ready? If you're doing over 20Ks over but less than 30 over, it's $841 fine and five demerit points. So that there goes well, half your points. Is, that's that's tough. And then if you're doing over thirty but less than forty five over, it's fifteen hundred and twenty nine dollars and seven demerit points. All right. And what about if you're doing about sixty over? You know, one twenty five and if you're doing fifty zone, you're doing a Stevie okay, J in If you're doing let's say one sixty <laughs> in a one ten zone, which is the last one, doing forty five Ks or more, it's seventeen hundred and twenty two dollars and nine demerit points. So to be honest, if you're gonna go above the speed limit by thirty, you may as well go as high as you want. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's only like a hundred and fifty dollar difference in two demerit points. So, what do you think's worse, doing one thirty and a one ten, or eighty and a sixty? Eighty and a sixty, because the reason that the road is eighty is because it's usually got driveways or like businesses around it. That's what's usually one ten. Yeah, there's got, nothing yeah, but open road. I've got that completely wrong. Then I just thought, uh, I've, I've, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just mm. thought if you're doing one thirty, you're gonna you're going to kill someone. Well, what, why is there a speed limit? It's all to do with the danger that's around the driver. Yeah, but like it's still 20Ks over. Mm. Like It's still bad, but you've got more control. Right. And usually so on if a you, if you 110 road. you have an accident road, at 130 versus 80. Well, 80 roads can be quite windy still. Yeah. 110 roads can There's be fairly straight. both sides. Mm. For all sure. Right. Um, and oh, the other thing we were talking about last week was de, fa- uh, de facto relationships. So I looked into this. So you're right and I'm also right, but I think you're more right. So... To be in a pro- we can leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> to be in a proper de facto relationship, it's two years living together. But six months is still classified as de facto, yeah. especially if you've had a kid. So if you have a kid before that two years, it's still de facto. And as for splitting assets, it's possible but unlikely at six months, but not impossible. And at two years, it's unlikely. But more likely, if that makes sense. So, like, well, it depends glad on, you cleared that up. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're wanting to know whether or not someone can take half your shit and you're not married, the answer is yes. But it's harder than obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna write that one down. Yep. So it's likely and not likely. Anyway, moving on. You want to talk about? Yeah. This is sad. This um, biggest story this is, in Australia this right is now. Daunting as a parent. Mm. Really daunting. I actually wanted to ask you about this and how you would. Acts right now. Um, well, I fucking wouldn't be here talking shit with you guys, let me tell you. So we'll tell everyone what we're talking about. Um, so everyone would have heard of it. It's Chloe Smith, young girl. Cleo. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> All right. Sandra McSchmanton. Jesus. Oh, she's not my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Cleo Smith. Cleo Smith. Four-year-old. Four-year-old girl, Western Australia. Someone has pinched her in her fucking sleeping bag out of a tent and mm-hmm. gone. Premeditated, it has to be. Yeah, well... So what the fact? Do you, have you been following this story? I've right? seen parts of it, but the the most heartbreaking thing is seeing the parents on the news. Yeah, so sad. So he, here's what I know as semi fact at the moment is one they've checked the parents' house before they went camping to see if there was any signs of stalking, like fingerprints on the fence or weird shit like that. Apparently, uh, they got there about six p.m. at the campsite, and I don't know what time they put the kids down, but. The kid was seen on CCTV, so she's definitely there, or the voice of her was heard. They've gone to sleep. 
And at 1.30, the girl that got snatched woke up and said to her mum, can I get some water? She's given her the water, put her back down to sleep. And at 6.30 in the morning, the mum's woken up and she's gone. And what the police have said is the zipper on the tent was high enough for it to make it impossible for her to have undone it and put it back up to where it was. So someone, either the parents or another adult, had to have done that zipper. But they've ruled out the parents. So it leaves someone to have seen her at that campsite, which is semi-busy um, for where it is. It's in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. To have seen her and gone, tonight I'm coming back. But that the thing is, being that quiet, they would have had to park their car probably like 800 metres down the road so no one heard it, gone on foot, undone a zipper without waking the parents, got the kid without it making noise, done the zipper back up and left. It just so seems itch. weird. It is so fucking itch, man. Yeah. Like, and why but, would you fucking do that shit? It what? just it blows me away. The parents or someone? No, someone. Yeah, fucking, what's the point? I don't know. Like, why, why would you, I mean, oh. in the worst, like most heartbreaking thing you could ever go through as a parent. Yeah. To then throw fucking accusations at them as, oh, why would you put her there or why would you let her do this? And it's like, um, excuse me? Why would the fucking piece of shit go and take a kid? Yeah. It's sick. Sleeping in a tent. It's fucking sick. Oh, man. Like imagine, like you call the cops and you're waiting for them. They're putting out air, land, rescue, looking square kilometres either side of your campsite. And this is by the beach too, by the way, for everyone that doesn't know. So they haven't found her in 10 days. And they've pretty much said it's a hundred percent an adult has taken her. What do you do as a parent? You fucking freak out and just be like, "It's the ten day mark." Your gets life's to the point. literally ruined, isn't it? The ten day mark marks the sort of the, the spot where you go. The likelihood of her being found alive is next to nothing, I reckon. Unless someone, I think a lot of people agree with you. Hmm. It's it's Ooh. bad. I actually got some stats for this. Ooh, look at this. I want you guys to guess how many missing kids do you think go missing. In America, a year. Oh, so the missing kids that go missing? Yeah, the missing kids, not the found kids that go missing. Oh, okay. Um, I reckon it would be in the thousands. I'd say 5,000. I was thinking 3,000. 3,000 in the USA? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's actually 460,000 kids a year. Okay, so we were close. Yeah, pretty close. The UK is 120,000 and 20,000 kids under the age of 18 in Australia go missing. Okay. Do you mean missing as in like, oh, my, missing, my, my kid walked out the door? Missing, and, and they come back. Okay. okay. Runaways. As not, well. not necessarily just kidnapped, but missing. Like Now, for every 10,000 kids that go missing, one is found dead, which is a pretty good statistic, That's really. a great statistic. Only one is found dead. I mean. Now, here's another thing that fucking blew my mind. What do you think is... This isn't just kids, it's every age. What do you think is the kidnapping capital of the world? Uh, One guess each. Honduras. Oh, that's not a, probably not a bad call. Actually. I would have thought that too. I would have thought that, or Philippines, but it's not Honduras either. Honduras is China. China. No, it's yeah. New Zealand. What? Yeah. What? New Zealand have nine. That's it. Oh, is this Canc- a per capita, like a percentage, because it, they've got low population? Cancelling yeah. my holiday. Yeah. It is actually 9.5 cases per 100,000 residents as of 2018. So don't fucking go to New Zealand unless you want to get kidnapped. It's another thing I'm going to have to write down. Do you know, we're pretty, like, relaxed parents. We don't mm. hover over the kids all the time or anything like that. But there's sometimes when you're at a playground or a park or something, and... There's just a moment where it's like you can't see the kid. You think, oh, they're probably just behind that slide or swing or whatever. But then you look there 
and they're, they're not, not uh, and you're like, what? Do you get and the speeding fine feeling, that sinking? It's just that fucking right in the middle of your gut and you're just like, what's happened? Mm. And then you start calling out. Oh and then my sometimes God. there's parents at the park and they're like, it's okay, it's just over there. Oh. But you still don't feel comfortable until you've actually well, I, them. Yeah, It's oh, pretty it's, wild. It's actually, that, that's torture, isn't it? And, yeah. I'm, and I'm, not even, I'm not even a parent, but I could imagine like, well, I can't imagine, but like that must be really messed up. Like just those few seconds where it's just like, is this about to be the it's worst shivering. moment of my life? Yeah. Well, before we move on to five seconds, I want to ask you something. With the information you know, what do you think the police have also said about Cleo is that the WA border due to COVID is very hard to cross at the moment and they believe she's still in the state. Do you think she's going to be found dead or alive and do you think someone's going to get caught for it going off pretty much not much at the moment? Well, look at some of the ones in, well, one of the ones in Australia, William Tyrrell, Mm -hmm. Tyrell, whatever it is. Yeah, William Tyrrell. Still haven't found him. Yep. And they've got kind of no idea what the fuck's going on. Yep. But Daniel Morecambe got, uh, they reckon they've found his killer, haven't they? Don't know. Madeleine McCann. Like, there's, there are lots of cases where they just don't come back. Mm. I'll say they find her <clears> and <throat> they catch the person and took her. Yeah, well, they found McCann's murderer, they reckon. He's in jail. He's a pedophile for something else. But um, he won't give up where her body is, which is sad. But anyway, there's other things that can go missing in five seconds. What was that? What was that transition? A little segue, a little bit inappropriate, really. Yeah. <laughs> that was. There's other things that can go missing. It's a bit on uh, the nose, that one. Like yep. your wallet? That can go missing in five seconds. Uh, we'll edit that one out. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll go first. Oh, here he goes. Uh, okay, name three war movies Saving Private Ryan, uh, Enemy at the Gates, and Thin Red Line. Did you say Tin Red Line? Thin Red Line. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to you. All right. Richard, name three living creatures that don't have legs. A tadpole, a fish, and a snake. Well done. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, I thought you were going to go for dolphins or sharks or something, but that's very well done. Got the order right. Okay, you. Name three natural things you'd find in Antarctica. Polar bear, snow, and rain. Well done. I would have have choked on that myself, I reckon. Fair enough. Yeah. You. Name three TV shows from Australia. Better Homes and Gardens, Rarely Steady Cook, and The Biggest Loser. Oh, well done. Okay, we're on tonight. You guys are on. This is oh, good. Oh, no, now I'm going to fuck it. This is so easy. You can't fuck no, this no, one no, up. No, no, just say it's hard. It's very easy. Oh. Name three things you'd find in a hotel room. Uh, the Bible, a bed, and the toilet. Oh. Yeah, that's good. Well done. Yeah, I felt the, the panic. Bible? The Bible? The yeah. Bible. I felt the panic. You were like, it's coming. It was oh. coming. All right. Probably Wait, the hardest one of the night. This this could be a complete clean sweep if he gets this. Oh, the pressure's on. This is like Steve Smith on 99. Ooh. Four balls left. Shane Watson on 99. Yeah. Okay. Review it. Name three boys' names with two syllables. Daniel. Richard. Philip. Oh! Wait, 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 wait. Speaking of 99, he's gone for a single and we're just going to go upstairs and have a look. It's gone up to he's the, at, uh, the third umpire He's actually here. in by two inches. Well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a clean sweep. Well oh done. Oh, my God. That was exciting. <laughs> that was hard, that one. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Simon. You are going like, Sa- Philip. <laughs> that was the best five seconds I've ever had. But <laughs> back by popular demand, 
is Mark's 10 questions. Now, boys, I have a list here yeah. of 10 questions, right? We've got five categories. Each category has two questions. These are jumbled in random order. You have 10 seconds to answer each question. If someone guesses the wrong answer, they can't guess again. They need to wait for the other person, right? All right. Are we going to give you your, your now, music? Yeah. 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 Oh. Mark the game. Huh, yeah, good. yeah. I like this. Okay. Get the answers wrong. Fuck yeah. So... My job is to read these out quickly. Your job is to tally up what you get and what you don't get. So we know um, the end result and we have... Do you want a, me to do the dings and the buzzers or not? Oh, you don't have to do that. All right. Okay. Talk to me. Boys, are we ready? Yep. Go. Are we set? We've yes. got 10 questions. What is the largest animal in the world? A whale. Be more specific. Uh, the humpback whale. No, no, kill it. Orca whale. Uh, Minky. Uh, I'll uh, give it to Dan. Blue whale. Blue Correct. Whale. Yes. Dan, name one of Alec Baldwin's brothers. Uh, James. Incorrect. Uh, Stephen. Correct. Oh, well done. Who won the 1998 FIFA World Cup? Uh, Brazil. Incorrect. 98? Yes. 98? Yes, 1998. England? Incorrect. Back at you. Oh, oh, oh. Um... Germany. Incorrect. Back at you. Oh, my God. Italy? Incorrect. No. Forget it. It was France. Bye bye. Oh, fuck. No one got that. What does IPA stand for when discussing alcohol? Indian Paleo. Correct. Oh, well done. That's fast. What are baby rabbits called? Bunnies. Uh, incorrect. What? <laughs> no. What's the official name? What are baby rabbits called? Joey. Incorrect. Here's a clue. Our show. Cats. Incorrect. Chats? No. Kittens. <laughs> yes. Correct. Kittens. What? How many Olympic gold medals did Kathy Freeman win? Four. Incorrect. Gold medals? Yes. Six. Incorrect. Five. Incorrect. Seven? Incorrect. Three. Incorrect. Nine? Incorrect. Ten? Incorrect. Oh, fuck. Twelve? Olympic gold medals. Are you guys One. insane? Yes. Oh. Correct. What year was the film Cats released starring James Corden? Nineteen. Oh. Uh, 2020. <laughs> Incorrect. 2019. Correct. Oh, you joker. What is the capital city of Egypt? Cairo. Correct. Cairo. Oh, fuck. How many minutes does it take alcohol to reach the brain after consumption? 15. Incorrect. 40. Incorrect. 10. Incorrect. Higher or lower? Lower. Oh, fucking. Three. Higher. Five. Correct. Oh, how many continents are there in the world? Seven. Correct. Okay. Now, Dan, because you got that one right, for a bonus point, can you name all of the continents? Europe. One. Australia. Two. South Africa. <laughs> South America, North America, uh, Antarctica, and how many? What else That's is left? That's five. Um. Continents, continents. Like what of Africa? Is it like that's Ant- six? Antarctica and the there's one North more. South Pole. There's one more, and it's so obvious. Is the uh, China? I, come on, Iceland, the North Pole. No, no, thing? no, no. Come on, we want to travel. We might want to, you know, like New Zealand. No, <laughs> continent, continents, not countries. Oh fuck! I don't know. Going once, going twice, going the third and final time. 
don't know. Italy, Can't think. Italia, Italy. Yeah. No, Europe. Oh, he said Europe. I that said was Europe. the first one. Oh, well, I didn't list them, but <laughs> there was one that you missed. Yeah. What how was did it? We, how did we go? Who won that? I well, feel hey, like I got six. Rick he got three. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't have them written down. I've, I've rehearsed them all, but I thought you didn't say Europe. Mm. That was fun. That it, was good. It's good a job, panic, Mark. panic joke. I yeah. think we suck, though. Like, if we're having seven guesses at something, we're uh, bad. <laughs> I, I knew, I mean, I, I, I brought the Chats with Cats references in twice. I knew Rick would get the IPA. He'd be all over that. 98 yeah. World Cup. I'm very surprised you guys, you know. Um, I got it th- four weeks ago France, when we were talking about this. France beat Brazil 3-0. I thought you would have got that. Alec Baldwin's been in the news for killing people. Um, no, I thought we had a good time. Well, speaking about that. That's pretty unlucky, hey? I know. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's his fault or not? Definitely not his fault. Of course it's not his fault. But if they're saying that it could be his negligence because he's meant to do something. Oh. So. Apparently there were complaints on the set a few days before about how lacklustre the safety was on set. Oh, really? There were a few people like walking off, like complaining. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, see, this this might be where it's his fault because he's the director or producer, isn't he? Is as this, well as acting in it. Do you it. think it's something to do with, like, COVID and, like, trying to rush through production? Like, could be. been caught up behind. Could and, be. Could be, yeah, running late and schedules and shit like that, probably. You, you feel bad for him or complac- and, all his, and all his brothers. Or, or complacency. If you're a producer and director and you've been doing film for, what's he, like, 40 years probably? Probably. He's probably just gone, like, I know what I'm doing and just not crossing the T's and dotting the I's. No, how's it his fault at all? It's the prop design. Why is there live ammunition on the set? Is that what? It wasn't live ammunition. Was it a it part of shrapnel. the blank? Yeah, but what? Yeah. Why? Why does that? Is, was he shooting too close to the person with the blank? Surely, oh, no, it wasn't there. Surely, on, there, I think there was live ammunition. You just on have there. like a a bang and like like blank rounds. Yeah. Do you remember? I think it was the film called The Crow. Ye- yeah. like years and years and is years ago. Is that the uh, revenge film? I don't know. It's a revenge film. Okay. I haven't seen it properly, but well, it's rated highly. On, uh, s- on the set of that movie, apparently, in f- in filming, mm-hmm. there was a real bullet put into the gun and the scene was the guy was like shooting himself or something and he fucking killed himself. Uh, another one was Mad Max, uh, the original with, with Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson. There's a scene on the bridge where a guy slides off on his motorbike and the back wheel hits a guy that's lying on the bridge that's stationary in the back of the head kills him. Oh, really? So, That's yeah. That, so Mad this, Max, the original. This article here says, Alec Baldwin fired what he was told was a prop gun on the set of the film Rust. Instead, the gun was apparently loaded with live ammunition, leading to the stunning death of the cinematographer. So, I don't know. There, there's so many mixed things out there. I think that the he, investigation I don't think on. he'll act again. I think that's done for Alec Baldwin. No, I disagree. I disagree. As, as horrible as it sounds, I think this... To be honest, like what you you don't think he's going to be he's conver- that he's conversing by? and consoling the husband of the wife that died, so they're on good terms. I feel like if he genuinely thought he was guilty and it was his fault, he probably wouldn't be doing that. He'd probably uh, be nah, hiding th- away. I think you'd be doing that e- either if you thought you were guilty or not guilty. You got to mm. consult don't people. Know. Look, moral of the story is it's fucking terrible. Like mm. no one, you know, all those cheesy ads like you don't go to work to stay at work forever or whatever it is. Like The work safe ads. Yeah. yeah. You, you go to work to do your job, to get paid, to go home to your family. Mm. Like it's just fucking sad. She was really young too. She's yeah, early 40s. Shit. Yeah, so moral dilemma, Dan. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I've been looking forward to this. Well, mine's not as good. I did think for a while and I thought, fuck, it's just, it's a bit hard. You had two rippers. But yeah. um, where's my shit going? Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, yeah. What's your favourite food of all time? What is it? Just pork crackling. Okay, really? so. Or like hot chips with chicken salt. Okay, so hot chips with chicken salt. Let's lock that in because you'd eat it more often. Pasta. Okay, pasta. Oh, okay, here's, yeah. here's yeah. your dilemma. It's not really a moral dilemma, but it's a. One versus one. It's going to be good. Would you rather be able to have that for the rest of your life like you do now mm. or never be able to travel? So you can either choose one. So oh. never never leave SA? Yeah, I'm very comfortable with my answer. Yeah, I'd, I'd, So you're stuck in I'd SA? Ditch, and I ditched the food. Oh, so you'd never have hot chips again and leave SA? Yeah, yeah I'd, 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 I think I'd do that. So, so it would upset me. You can never have pasta again or you can travel out. Don't outside. fucking come between me and pasta, mate. Okay, so you're staying in SA no, forever. But travel isn't necessarily your, your home state. If I could travel anywhere in Australia, just not overseas. I just said SA I'd only. probably take pasta. So, oh, fucking, I don't know. That's yeah, dumb. so I've got him with this. Uh, answer it. Well, I don't know. I've got like young kids, so my prospects of travelling are way different to yours. You can yeah. still you can still cook the pasta for your kids. You just can't eat it yourself. Mm. You just have to smell I it. Can okay, show <laughs> you the world. and there was there was a sidekick to this that I I thought oh, I thought this might. He's thrown in a brain buster. Here's a brain buster for you. Yeah, yeah. let's change the food to just alcohol. You leave the state of oh, South Australia. Wow. You're never allowed to have alcohol again. That's a better question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you going to do? Oh, fuck. Right now, I'd stay put and just get pissed, I reckon. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a way better one. Oh, that's good. Do you know alcohol is a way better question than food. Hot chips I, versus alcohol. I don't alcohol. know. I, I knew he'd I say pasta I and hit. I knew he'd fucking struggle. That's why I wanted to use I'd both. I kicked the hot chips to the fucking footpath. <laughs> <laughs> I could live without hot chips. Yeah, I, 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 could. Do, I yeah. could do that. I'm doing that now. Very easy. Oh, good on you, fucking Captain Loser. <laughs> oh, no, nah, that, that's a better one. But yeah. yeah. I like that. All right. Well, next week you've got your moral dilemma. Get yeah. thinking. Oh, fuck. Oh, I just don't be, have time. It's going to be fun. Too busy. All right. Thanks. Doing this podcast. Well, we Thanks, don't have boys. time because we are out of time. Fair enough. Well. Good chat, guys. Your you turn. can follow us on Spotify. You can also follow us on YouTube, Instagram. Guys, it's been a pleasure. You're here with Mark, Rick, and Dan. We'll see you next week for another episode. You've been listening to Chats with Cats. See you later, guys. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.